Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host Pete Pascoe. I'm smiling to myself because I have my mic around the wrong way again. It was sounding like this. Hi there and welcome to another episode of How's it going? What? Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the world of a songwriter who's producing his own podcast. If it's your first time here, thanks for dropping by. If you've been here before, you know what to expect. The unexpected and... Yeah, a bit of piano. Ooh, there we go. Um, today's song, Carry Me On... It is uh, from about 1992, and what we're going to do is let the song lead the way. Perhaps some memories are going to surface as a go about you know, describing that the creative way it's come together, the songwriting um, sort of art, I guess. And my idea is to put you in the shoes of a songwriter. Why? Because I think it's absolutely fascinating. Um, I don't think perhaps it's talked about it enough. Uh, and this certainly isn't one of those dry podcasts. But first, we have it's it's just it's just good fun. I'm just gonna. Why don't we just get into it, eh? Um, yeah, a bit of music would be good. Hang on. Ah, there we go. The intro Ooh. makes me feel good when that comes on. It's like on stage, Peter. Here we go. And. Um, been a busy week. Uh, it's always been a busy week for me. I find myself saying that time and time again, but I don't know. They say there's a saying, isn't there? You want to get a job done, give it to a busy man or a busy person, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty flat out. I have had that magnificent couple of weeks camping I talked about last week, and I'll probably talk about some more this week. Um, this morning I was sitting outside, and I just did actually. What I'm going to do is roll a little quick. Audio. This is what I was thinking this morning. Radio. This morning. Greyish morning, but really quite calm. Just went down for a snorkel, a bit of a swim, and when I dived in, I found myself in the water with ten snapper. Pretty cool. Just not not what you call keepers. So I was about to race home and grab my fishing rod. Just just swimming along. After a while, they sort of accepted me a little bit in the army, and uh, you're in another world underwater. It's pretty cool. Very low fire. I never used flippers. with was a face mask and a snorkel. And it was just five minutes, but it was really great. And it sort of sets me up for the day. And I'm sitting back thinking about what song I'm going to look at for the old podcast. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and so Carry Me On came to mind. And I've asked my good friend and co-writer of this song, Mr. Paul Dredge, to drop him with a a couple of thoughts, which he kindly did, and so I've got that bit of audio coming up as well. Um, so carry me on, uh, one of those words first kind of song, music second, and uh, it was just Paul on the guitar and me on the vocals, looking at the lyrics, and um, came up with this melody. Paul came up with the chords all in the moment, and we sort of did the first section. Thought, yeah, it's pretty good, okay, carrying on. Carry me on. Okay, without further ado, I think what we'll do is roll the song. Here we go. Carry me on. Rolling. My dreams dying on flowers Nurtured to an untimely death That been carrying me on can't you still feel the breath? Carry me on Let's go out of
So there you have it, Carry Me On from 1992. Uh, I enjoyed sitting back, having a listen to that. I hope you enjoyed it too. Um, one thing that strikes me straight away is, is the recording. Um, I'd like to mix it again, bring the vocals down a bit perhaps. But apart from that, um, it really wasn't a bad effort. And what wasn't a bad effort was we actually recorded 17 songs in three days, including mixing them, which is pretty bizarre. Um, how it went down, um, the guitars and the drums and piano was all done in a take and then bass and the keyboard sort of overdubbed a little bit and then we did the vocals. Um, and look, this was just all in one take and the vocals, the harmony was just on one mic and that and the lead happening at the same time. So if anyone made a mistake, you know, you were history doing it that way, but you do, you catch up with some catch some real live sort of magic i think and that's what i like to do as a songwriter there you go there's number one thing today yes i like writing words yes i like writing music and arranging songs but it would all amount to nothing if i wasn't sort of not, not sort of like it's like say targeting a massive fish you'll be happy with it what you get along the way it's all good but when the you get the hairs up on the back of your neck ah that's a bit of magic that's pretty cool that little bit there I think I know you know what I'm talking about. That that's what I try and go for when I'm writing a song. All right, here's what one of the things Paul had to say. Here we go. It's also impossible to listen to this song without um, being back in the studio there in Hamilton, New Zealand, at the Zoo Studio. Pretty exciting stuff. First time we'd been into a proper studio with a Stratocaster in hand, doing those palm mutes at the beginning there. 
I guess there's a few things I'd change now maybe, but uh, I'm still pretty happy with the sound. So you can gather it was quite a magic time for us. We really did, really did enjoy it. The muted hand um, mutes that Paul was saying, that was in the intro, this bit here. Cool, eh? Now that was the first thing that Paul did on the guitar in the day when we wrote the song. Um, where it came from, I wouldn't mind betting where it came from. It's only a sort of a, a descending thing, it's sort of a bit minor, that. Ooh, it's major. Something about it's sort of almost like a storytelling little bit. And I, I think Paul would have had a quick look at the verse and gone, My dreams dying like flowers, nurtured to an untimely death. Okay, that thing carry me on. Feel the earth carrying me on. Okay, so he started out with a almost a sort of a spooky kind of a sound there. And, I, and that, that's what sort of got us going, you know. And I sang along with it a bit like this My dreams dying like flowers. Nurtured to an untimely death They've been carrying me on Like that, and, and, and pretty rough, like just to sort of throw my voice up and you know that My dreams And when you're doing that with a, a, another person in the same room It's got to be someone that you absolutely trust I mean, let's face it, it's, it's you know, you've got to be coming You're trusting that that other person is in the zone And you build up that sort of trust through Gigging, I reckon, is a big thing. Here's what Paul had to say about gigging. This was also a song for us that we played live uh, at a cafe gig with the three-part harmony, which was pretty cool too. A great way to um, work songs is play them on live gigs, and this was one that we had played a fair bit. Um, so that, I think that gave it some life and uh, recorded really easy when we got into the zoo. Didn't take very long at all. All right, so we delved off in there, went off into recording land and talking about the production. Before we did that, yeah, it was songwriting time with Paul. And so far we've got this verse and then leading to the chorus. Now before even that happened, I used to have a habit of writing the lyrics late at night and I'd get home from the piano bar and just before I went to sleep, just see what came off my pen. And what came off my pen was this, my dreams dying like flowers. Nurtured to an untimely death. They've been carrying me on. Can't you still feel their breath? And so, yeah, I, there was there was uh, a lady I was keen on and I just I hadn't had a great evening by the sound of things. <laughs> Camping off my chest. But then, carry me on past cold-hearted bankers. Carrying me through precious energy. Um, carry me on, escape from the darkness. Carry me on, precious energy. It's interesting for me looking back at this now, um, you know, past cold-hearted bankers, harsh on bankers, but I mean, I, I guess I, I, as a musician, I might have been doing my tax or something at that point in time, not much on the account, and um, they're guiding me through this precious energy. I like that, and in fact, I liked it so much, I, I did that twice, didn't I? Come on now, where's your face? You need me to tell you this truth. It's been carrying me on, touch the burning truth. And we can still build our plans. Golden temple in the sun. This is this what I was envisaging. It's something that was yet to be, but I was giving it giving it some air in my pen. Listen to me if you can. Trust what comes off my tongue. Tell me you're not turning away. Press your needs upon me. 
that then carry me on, giving me energy. So these are the words that I took to Paul, and we come up with that verse together. And then, and then um, yeah, can't you still feel the breath? And then Paul went on the guitar for that. Carry me on. This cold out of bank Guiding me through. I would have sung along with them like that, well, I did, and um, yeah, that was pretty good. And very quickly, we we turned it into one of those songs with two part harmony, so it's difficult to tell who's singing the lead. The sort of Finn Brothers, uh, Simon and Garfunkel sort of style, uh, Everly Brothers, I guess. They were they were big influences, I would say, on our on our music. So check out the chorus here; you'll hear it. There's actually a third harmony harmony in there. Uh, M- Michelle Pickett on the on the Harmony, beautiful harmonies that came about through, again, doing it live a bit, doing some gigging. Here we go. Here's the harmonies in the chorus now. This is where it came. This is where it got to. Kind of hard to sort of differentiate the voices. Sounds like one, almost one voice or two voices. So Paul and I refined it first. From the and then Michelle came in and sat in and did that third harmony together. That'd be a go, and a go it was. So now back in the, the lounge, Paul and I, we've got the verse and the chorus down, and look, he said, we need a bridge, what's going to be, uh, and we can still build our plans, that bit, oh yeah. And Paul came up with this sort of major seventh, yeah. I sort of wing that, you know? We can still build our plans. To which Paul added, We can still build our plans. So get. And straight away it was like, Oh, I reckon that. I love a bridge. I've touched on this before. What's a bridge? Well, that's a, a bridge is a, a, a departure for a little while, uh, often goes into some new chords. Um, and can look at a song from a, a different viewpoint. And we're the, the different the viewpoint here I touched on before with the lyrics when I was talking about them, we can still build our plans. It's going into the possibility, hey, look, things aren't great right, right now, but look, this is how it could be, a golden temple in the sun. And I mean, if that's not some shining sort of vision, I don't know what is. <laughs> so, look, giving things, giving Thoughts um, like that, that you're feeling deeply some air, as, as in some air, as in putting them into an art, is a, I think it's a really great thing. Yes, it went into my diary, lots of, oh, man, I'm, oh, I'm finding it hard tonight. Wow, this is hard going. It doesn't make great lyrics, but things like Golden Temple in the Sun, I think is, is, is you've reached some sort of worthy kind of place as a songwriter. I think, anyway, well, yeah, I pipe myself. Why, why not? Someone's got to. I love this song, and I, I really, really like this bridge. This bridge here. This is what this is what Paul and I come up with, and then Michelle added that harmony. Here we go. And we can still build our plans. Golden temple in the sun. And then drop that back to my voice. Listen to me if you can. Everyone back in. Trust what comes and out. So it's, it's great fun doing harmonies. Um, I think there is an art to it, and it's the thing is, key thing is when not to do them. You know, you can see, you can sing harmonies all the way through, but with them coming and going like that, I think it's really an effective thing to do. 
Um, I'd just like to mention that when I'm playing the piano and writing a song, I've got this visual, I can look at that chord and know what I'm doing from a theory point of view by looking at my fingers or shutting my eyes and imagining what I'm doing. When I'm looking at Paul playing the guitar and I'm just holding the lyrics in my hand singing, I'm flying blind. I really don't know what's going on. Can't tell what chord he's playing. I don't play guitar. So is it sort of, um, I think what it does, it just sort of sets me free fully on that vocal phrasing sort of plane that's going to come out as something natural. And I think it did. And I think um, it's something to aim for, yeah? We can still build our plans. Golden temple in the sun. So that we can still build our plans. Da, 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 da. Which was just didn't muck around at all rewriting that. That the, the phrasing came out as you're hearing it now. You listen to me if you can. Just what comes off my tongue. And it is such good fun. Can't tell you how much it's such a joy to write songs. It really is. It's also a joy to perform them. Um yeah, Mountain Rock. Here's what Paul had to say about Mountain Rock. What's Mountain Rock? Well, 1996, we found ourselves at Mountain Rock. It's hard to listen to this song without thinking of playing at the Mountain Rock uh, Festival way back. Uh, it was pretty exciting for the young band. Yeah, it was exciting. You know, we, we rocked up not knowing quite what to, affect, uh, what to expect. This was in January. It's on January 11th, 12th. And 13th, I think it was. I got a poster on the wall reading it there, 1996. And um, when we turned up in our cars and went out and had a look at the stage, and massive, you know, stack of speakers, big outdoor festival. That whoa, this is, this is really something really cool. So to be up there, rocking out, um, was a bit of a dream come true. To be perfectly honest, and look, someone's got to drive these things. Um, and I. I remember ringing. I, I was living away from the band at the time. Rang Paul. I've heard about this mountain rock. We've we've got a we've got to audition, man. Oh, Paul was a bit doubtful. The boys were that. No, no, no. We're going to do it. I'm going to book us in. And so we got together and had a bit of a rehearsal in the afternoon. And when it came to the the audition that night, yeah, we rocked out. We did our thing. It was great. We thought we were just sort of applying to get onto the local stage, one of the B stages, but they plunked us on the main stage and. It was a great experience. So that's another thing about songwriting. You never know where it's going to take you. Yeah? Where it's taken me is from living in New Zealand, where Mountain Rock happened, a man or two, Palmerston North, New Zealand. Um, years of gigging and writing songs there. And it led me to coming over to Melbourne, Australia in 1997. Sort of to start all over again, I guess, and in some respects. But, well, that's not quite true. It's a continuation of everything I'd learned to that point in time and starting finding another band and I just sent off an email now to the guys say hey hey, let's get together Uh, we're going to try a a new bass player out see how he goes and um, it's just such good fun and you know bringing up producing songs and and uh, yeah it's just never ending sort of journey I'm just glanced now at the sheet music and I'm seeing all the dots I've written down I've actually notated the harmonies um this was a fairly early one for the three-part harmony for us and I, I remember not wanting to lose that so I wrote down the dots and notated it out it's not a bad idea um recording is a, a great I think it's probably the best way to get things down because you you get that initial energy when you're doing it and also you can listen back it's a really good idea to record yourself on a gig I still remember 
when Paul and I were doing the duo uh, in the piano bar and the guitar and vocals and we kind of set up the cassette and I think I've touched on this before but um, we went out to the car with a cassette okay well the place is packed we must be doing something right let's see if it's any good and push play and we started hearing ourselves singing wow it was a great moment it was like yeah hey hey we are good this is good well you know look we wouldn't have been being paid lots of money five nights a week for three years doing that piano gig and you know before that the rock band and you learn stuff as you go along and um you just gotta get out there and give it a go and believe in yourself i, I guess that's it if it's just say for instance you've come here as a budding songwriter and then, oh, should i do this thing of any good yeah get into it you know and give it all you got and and make it real right from the heart um recently i did cartooning with the kids again which i do sometimes uh in a library with you know through the local council they hire me to go in and set up with a whiteboard and draw my cartoon characters and it is such a buzz and one of the things i really really try and impress upon these young people is um bypassing that i can't draw monster that you know, when we're, when we're born, we're creative we souls, and sure, we have our natural tendencies, but a lot of us are very, very creative in the arts, and fairly early on, if someone tells you, mm, that eyeball's not quite right, you know, I can't draw, you know, whereas I'm saying, look, you guys are on a journey somewhere, here's how I draw a cartoon dog, this is it, and, but your, I want you to know, yours is going to look different to mine, and that's great, that's what you're looking for, because by following my sort of blueprint of how I go about it, you're coming up with your own, you might call them mistakes, but that, that's the beginning of your own character. And that, that's a process that I went through drawing these cartoon animals when I was very young, five and seven. And it's a process that I went through um, listening to the likes of Paul Simon and Elton John. And as mentioned, Paul Simon, I'm actually listening to his uh, brilliant, uh, there's a brilliant podcast that you can uh, purchase and I'm trying to think what it's called. I'll put it in the show notes. But it's Paul Simon talking about how he's written songs and stuff like that. So it was. Um, I've, I've listening it to listened to it today. And tell you what, after 100, and, well, this, I think this might be a podcast. 150, pretty close for me. 100, uh, episode number 150. Crazy. I didn't know whether I'd get past episode number one, and I'm just really winging it. But I find uh, on that particular podcast and interview with Paul Simon they're touching on a lot of the same sorts of things that I've been talking about so it's been um, very validating for me to be listening to that and um, super happy that I've just made the time and made the commitment to get these episodes happening it's so much fun you know today I was uh, also the last couple of days I mean oh we're coming up with new greeting cards yeah series seascape prints greeting cards I've been selling prints of my paintings for years and finally yahoo doing the greeting cards thing and same with the cartoon animals so they'll be up online soon I'll probably put something on my blog about it I'll put them on the marketplace I gotta do I do markets a couple of days a couple of days a week or maybe once a week I saw my art so I'm fully involved in the art and the music and I think it's it really helps me because when I'm doing the art I'm not really thinking about the music yeah when I'm creating a painting I find myself really got to get in there I just tend to put on other people's music and obviously you know when I'm recording I'm not writing songs I'm not thinking about art so I think it's good to rest the mind and um, see where it'll take you let's see where it's taking me I'm just gonna turn the page back there a little Think about the piano here, picking a bit. Where'd the music come from, Paul? 
there's pretty cool, very cool music that Paul came up with. I can, there's a real guitar thing, isn't it? It's not, here you go, it's not something you'd naturally write on the piano. So I, I, I love guitar music, I love piano music as well, but it's good fun to write songs of Paul because he writes from a, a guitar kind of angle. Um, just think about the, the melody. Mm, interesting. Because my dreams is comes to the chord late because my dreams wouldn't have been a bad idea but I went my dreams and then dial of flowers and following Paul in that D da, 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 da. so almost knowing like, as soon as he went bah, 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 oh, he's going to go down here to duh, so I can sing da, 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 da. And he's going to again. He's going to do it again. That being, uh, carry me on. Can't you still feel the breath? And so, by chance, I was singing that, and Paul was leading into something, which was this, that. melody of all the things to try and describe um, where it comes from I think is one of the trickiest things to describe um, you might there because of this there are so many different ways to go about it you can let your fingers fall on things you can uh, in advance say I'm going to write a melody that includes the first third fifth note of the scale going down to this up to the sixth down to the fourth and back again and you can do that and you can turn it into something what do i just say something like this so bum, bum, bum. now i'll just use that a songwriter what happened there was that bum, 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 came up with a phrase that I mean, one, uh, one two three five note phrase that led on into a song um, I'll just try that again yeah it can be a little bit trite you can do different things you can change the chord you know that Perhaps a little better, yeah. What? And you get to let it sit. You do it again. So it can go on. So 
there, there, there's, there's an example of how I write a song, how you, how you can write a song. You've just got to make a start. It's like a blank canvas. What do you got to do? Put some pencil lines on that. Throw some paint on there. Got a blank page in front of you and a piano. Pick out five notes, you know. Bum, 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 bum. And I think it, it went somewhere nice then. Dun, 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 dun. Words will start to come. Yeah, you know, I just as I started that, um, yeah, some some ideas and things came to me. So I know uh, from experience now, uh, and 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 so it gives you this self confidence. This can do sort of thing kicks in based on work done. So it becomes if if you make a commitment to an art, if you make a commitment to anything in life. This positive work done, it, it sort of builds up and. Things can, it's something to, you, you build this, yeah, this, a lot of sort of reserve of possibilities and things that, and tricks, I guess you can call them, that you can really rely on. And also this, this sort of faith, I guess, that the next thing is going to come if you just do the first. And that, that is a key part of it is you're not closed off. It's not, I don't think of, I don't think of recording as a me, I, kind of a thing I'm, I'm open to much more coming in and when, when it comes in uh, I, I noticed it there uh, there's just that in the instant it's like well oh why did I choose that why did I I think you almost get prompted something something kicks in and I mean you know you might see chords in your mind that has happened to me I've it's more like like the river music album three quarters of that was just playing what came to me it's like you want to, what chord and that whatever chord whether it came from my imagination or whatever it was you can you can um stream the eridanus river music um it's my first piano album um i ended up selling you know, thousands of copies of, of cds of that and it's music that i love this sort of thing uh And that was the beginning of like a 15, 20 minute piece. And without the se- the first bit, you know, the second bit wouldn't be there. And without the second bit, the third. And because I was in the flow, if you like, and I, what I was actually doing was visualizing the river and parts of it. And in the background, on some other level, these chords were coming to me. I was like, okay. And as long as I didn't question them, uh, I just went with it. And these melodies started forming around. And um, yeah, it's a different sort of a thing, improvising a piano piece. But Maybe it isn't that much different improvising with the vocals as well. Hmm, interesting, interesting to me. All right, hope they give you a little bit of a glimpse into the the composer's world. I'm listening to Paul there and myself, and uh, like I just enjoy this podcast so much. We've gone over time again, and that's all good. It's good fun. Um, whatever you're up to in your life, I hope you're having a great week. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening a bit about. Uh, carry me on and um, I've enjoyed it as I say so 
Looking forward to next one already next week and um, have a great week. Until then, this is Pete Pascoe signing out. Bye-bye. Carry me on. Let's go down Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention the other element. Carry me through. Fabulous Mr. Earl Pollard on the drums. He was the man. Good old Earl. Carry me on. Thanks, buddy. Good time. Escape from the darkness. Great fun making music with friends and sharing them with good people like yourself. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.